Welcome to The Pulse, where we delve deep into the issues and ideas that are shaping the future of education. I'm your host, Rick Cernsey, Superintendent of the Putnam County School District, and each week we'll be talking to teachers, administrators, and other experts in the field about the latest trends, best practices, and most pressing concerns in education. Whether you're a teacher, a parent, or just someone who cares about education, this podcast is for you. So sit back, relax, and let's dive into the pulse. Well, good morning. This is Rick Cernsey, and I'm with the Putnam County School District Superintendent, and this is our podcast. And I'm really excited today to have a, a good friend of mine, Mark Litton, from the Putnam County Chamber of Commerce. And Mark, welcome. And I know we uh, we actually scheduled this some time ago, and I had a little laryngitis, so we <laughs> kind of had to put it off. But I'm talking good now, so uh, it's really a pleasure to have you in here. And just relax; it's going to be a, a good conversation. And want to learn more about Martin Litton and what brought him to Putnam County. Sure. Well, it's a pleasure to be here, and, and uh, obviously, it's not a podcast if you can't talk. <laughs> so um, now we're 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 good uh, at that standpoint. Um, Actually, I was uh, uh, had been in the economic development field, running organizations in Ohio and Michigan for 30 years, and I retired in 2018. Um, I had a sick mother who was dying of lung cancer, and mm-hmm. so I decided to do elder care. And uh, then COVID hit, and Ohio was not like Florida and Georgia, and we were locked down until January 1 of 2022, so mm-hmm. last year, believe it or not. And nobody was hiring, so I just kind of retired. Um, and got a call from a headhunter, said they were looking for, um, they were doing a search for the Putnam County Chamber of Commerce for an economic mm-hmm. development person. And I'm like, where's Putnam County? <laughs> I, we had never vacationed in Florida other than a, bringing our daughters to Disney mm-hmm. in Orlando. Um, we had vacationed for the, my wife and I is married tenure in, in South Carolina. Um, so I didn't know a whole lot about Florida. I mean, I'd heard of Miami, Daytona, Fort Lauderdale, Orlando, mm-hmm. Tallahassee and Gainesville because of college football. Um, never heard of Placa. Or a hidden gym. Yes. <laughs> yes. So I said, let me do my research. I'll call you back in 24 hours and let you know if I'm interested. And when I looked at, Google searches, I was like, you know, this is a young men's game because we almost have to start our economic development program from scratch. It, mm. There hasn't been a lot of attention to it, no urgency. And I said, you know, I'm in my 60s. I don't know if I'm the right guy. It might not be the right fit for it. Mm-hmm. But my wife, who was um, who is a retired teacher of 35 years and is on the uh, Ohio State Teacher Retirement System, a she apparently got her phone out and was looking at the map mm-hmm. and noticed that Palatka was like 20 minutes, 25 minutes from Crescent Beach. There you go. She's a beach person. She's a sun worshiper. And she was like, you sure you don't want to rethink this? <laughs> and she challenged me. And being an ex-athlete, mm-hmm. we always accept challenges and try mm-hmm. to prove people wrong. She said, she challenged me, said, you've never backed away from a challenge. Why are you doing it now? So, I called the guy instantly and said, I'm interested. Let me know what the next steps are. Well, they flew me down. I interviewed. They offered me the job same day, and 
I accepted. So that was in the beginning of 22. Um, actually, I got the initial call in, say, June of 2022, mm -hmm. and August 3rd of 2022 was my first day. So you're really just over over a year. 17 year. months. That's great. Not even a year and a half yet. What a story. And uh, thanks to your wife, you're here. Yes. Right? Our yeah. wives kind of help us make decisions that are in well, our best interest. My wife's my intuition go-to person. Mm -hmm. She has that intuition, what's good, and... You know, we've moved around a lot because economic development positions tend to be political, mm -hmm. as superintendent sure. positions are. And um, this has been the best move we've ever made. We've fallen in love with this community. Um, we love being here. We love the people. Um, people are a lot nicer here than they are in the Midwest. Um, you know, everybody says hi, hello, mm -hmm. and they all have that yes, sir, no, sir, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, when they talk to you. I mean, even young people mm -hmm. in our schools. Yeah. Um, and that is awesome. Now, I know there's, you know, that's a lot. That essentially comes out of the military, and we're so close to the lot of, a lot of military bases in Jacksonville, NAS and Mayport. So. Well, and I think it's, and I was actually going to ask you what your perception is coming in from the outside of, Palatka and Putnam County, and you've already kind of addressed that. But, you know, just being a, a native Floridian myself, mm -hmm. there's really, uh, you know, Northeast Florida is kind of the old South, if you right. will. Old you know, Florida. That's what yeah, I the call old it. Florida. I... And then South Florida is kind of like, uh, you know, the Northeast part of the United States. New England, New yeah. York. Yeah, there, a lot of people moved right. down from there. Love them all. I'm just saying it's kind of a, kind of a different culture. There's more... What I, I what I've seen, there's more native Floridians here mm -hmm. than Orlando and South. Agreed. Yep. So I think a lot of what you're describing sounds like people who've just generationally that's kind of what they've been taught. But Correct. What are some other ahas you've noticed about Putnam County, especially coming from, you know, many of the moves that you've done, and you kind of alluded to that already. But what are some things that really stand out about Putnam County? Quality of life is one thing. A lot of recreational opportunities, whether they be on the river, and I, and I really don't think we're taking advantage of that river as much as we could. Mm -hmm. It's an asset; it's not going away. So why don't we use it? Mm -hmm. um, trails, um, ravine gardens is phenomenal. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, it re we really are a gem that not a lot of people knew about. Um, when I got here last year. From an economic development standpoint, we weren't on anybody's radar. Um, so what I've tried to do in the 17 months is market Putnam County as a place to live, work, and play mm -hmm. because we have all that. Mm -hmm. You can live here. Quality of life is, is phenomenal. Housing costs are, are less than along the coasts, the Atlantic sure. and the Gulf side uh, because of beaches and water, and we're so close to that. You know, it, it makes for, for a great quality of life. Um, there are jobs here. Mm -hmm. um, there need to be a lot more for our residents. Um, I alluded earlier to that 58% mm -hmm. of folks 18 to 65 leave Putnam County to work every day. We got to lower that immensely. So we have, to, we have to target and go after and recruit new primary jobs. Um, industrial jobs that pay living wages. Mm -hmm. You know, nothing against retail, commercial, or service, 
but a lot of those jobs aren't aren't you can't send a kid to college and pay for his college on minimum wage or 15 bucks an hour mm-hmm. you need those 25 30 35 40 dollar an hour jobs to um, really sustain your community well speaking of that we've um for those of us that live in Palatka, we've seen some new businesses come in in the last several years, and uh, especially on the 19, Highway 19 corridor. Mm-hmm. What do you see as, uh, do you see some trends, I mean, over the, the last few years and going forward? Do you do you see some trends where we are picking up, or what's kind of the, the magic, the crystal ball, if you will? Well, you know, retail or, or hospitality-type positions – will come if there are the primary jobs here to support them. Um, you know, everybody says to me, and it's not really my lane because I'm focused on industrial development, but they want a Chick-fil-A, a Starbucks, Longhorn came. They want an IHOP. Well, those companies are doing their due diligence mm-hmm. and doing their market research, and when they think they can make money here, they will come, mm-hmm. like they go to every other community. Mm-hmm. Um, right now they don't think they can make money and it's all about making money. Mm-hmm. And so we have to bring in companies that can support those businesses to come here. And that, that is starting. So are we um, talking about like industrial jobs yes, and yes, some of those? Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, you know, we've been hearing about speaking of industrial jobs and I'm, again, I'm asking what you're, forecast is you know they talked about building a seaport here mm-hmm. you know i know there's a study going on I'm not sure where they are on that now mm-hmm. what let's just say if they were to do a seaport at, at the barge port what do you foresee the impact of that being it would be huge um the unfortunate part of it is it's probably five to six years away from happening mm-hmm. and it all depends on the first coast expressway that's going to connect I-10 to I-95, right. and that requires a new bridge in Green Cove Springs, sure. the Shands Bridge, right. which will look like the Palatka Bridge, a, a high draft bridge. Mm-hmm. And what that will do, once that bridge is complete, that will allow the, the Putnam County Barge Port to open fully and service some of our industries like Seminole Electric to mm-hmm. bring cold on bar. It's a cheaper way of sure. transporting product or their raw materials. Georgia Pacific will use it. Certainteed uh, will bring their synthetic gypsum down by barge instead of train or truck mm-hmm. uh, from Jacksport. And it will become a thriving uh, port. And other businesses will see that, and then they'll want to come here to take advantage of that port. So that will really be kind of a, a starting point, really. Correct. To Correct. And the county's in the, in the process of working with the Army Corps of Engineers to uh, dredge the channel of the river. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we're doing that, doing some things on a preemptive area what perspective to get us ready for when that bridge is completed and opened. What's the, what's the time schedule on the bridge? I thought I heard they moved it up a year maybe. Or? Well, right now FDOT is saying it'll be open 2030, mm-hmm. which – essentially six years from now. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping for more of a 2027, 2028 timeframe. That would help all of us. And really that just gives me something else to market 
mm-hmm. to the world and to the the other 50, 49 states mm-hmm. that we have this asset. Mm-hmm. And it's an infrastructure asset, just like our roads, our water and sewer, electricity, mm-hmm. broadband is, a, is another key uh, area that we have to improve. I mean, it's sad that there are people in Putnam County that cannot get the internet. Well, and we are and that. You, you, <laughs> you know that full well, because during the pandemic. especially during COVID, right. how do kids do their homework? Because they're online, mm-hmm. but if they can't get the internet, they can't be online. So it's a chicken and egg thing. And, and, and being that we're a rural community, um, the ISPs, you know, the, the Comcast, the AT&Ts, mm-hmm. Cox Communicate, we're the, we're the last mile. Mm-hmm. And they don't want to invest in the last mile because they don't think they can get a return on their investment. And I, I understand that. I, I get it's yeah. a business. It's totally business. It's not personal. It's not emotional. It's just a business number crunching. And I think, uh, you know, we've talked a lot about school system and, you know, we're building new schools and that right. type of thing. And I, I think a lot of the conversations we had is we're not trying to attract we're not trying to become another St. John's County. We're not trying to, you know, just get crowded. We're right. trying to improve that quality of life. Right. Well, you know, the thing is, <coughs> growth is going to happen in Putnam County because of what's happening around us. Mm-hmm. We're kind of the hub, the spoke of the wheel, if you, the, the axle of the wheel, if you will. Look at all the highways coming through here. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, we are the only county, I believe, in Florida that does not have an interstate that goes through our borders. That's true. Which is, out of 67 counties, we're the one. I have not. I have not heard that. Yeah, I, yeah. I was told that. Now, I really haven't looked at a map, but it, it makes sense. But we have what I call interstate lookalikes. Highway 17, mm-hmm. 207. You know, there are four-lane divided highways. So, and, and I've heard them called intrastate. You know, they correct, connect, connect correct, interstates. Inter- so you can get to 95. You can get to 295 by going up through Orange Park and, and mm-hmm. jumping on there. Um, so we have... The, we have pretty good infrastructure. It just needs to be improved a little bit. Where we, where we lack infrastructure is in that water and, 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 and wastewater mm-hmm. area because right now, if you look at Putnam County as a whole, industrial development is going to happen in and around Palatka because they have the infrastructure. The mm-hmm. city has the water and sewer. You don't see much in Interlock and Crescent City, Wanaka, mm-hmm. um, in that regard just because they're – Populations are low. Well, and East Palatka has it too. I mean, East Palatka yeah. East Pal- East is where your housing is going to happen, mm-hmm. especially along 207 and off right. of it. Right. Um, a lot of people, the people coming out of St. John's County that can commute. If- yeah, yeah. Com- development is coming down 207 um, into Putnam County, into East Palatka, and it's going to happen. We just have to manage it, mm-hmm. to manage the growth. And, you know, we need, to, as, a, as a community or a county, we need to have a plan to manage that. I'm not sure if we have one yet. <laughs> well, tell me this. How, you know, me being with the school system and you being with economic development, tell me the relationship there and, you know, what can the school district do to contribute to economic development? And um, I know a lot of that's kind of probably going to be obvious, but sure. just, uh, just for our public, how, how can the two work together? Well, obviously, we, we, we have to have um, an open line of communication, and we do, which is, which is, which is awesome. Um, basically, how I view the school district is you're training our future workforce. Mm-hmm. Those 
14, 15, 16, 17, 18-year-old kids are going to be taking our jobs here mm-hmm. in, in short order. They need to have the background and, and training to do that. And um, a lot of those things are being accomplished, but obviously there's, ro- there's room for improvement uh, because we don't know what companies are going to locate here. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't know what companies are going to expand here. They're going to if they want to grow and stay in business, mm-hmm. because if they're if they're if they're status quo, they're going to they're not going to be here very long. Um, and there's some important businesses that we have to make sure we keep, i.e., Georgia Pacific. Sure, it's our largest industrial employer with over a thousand jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been great for our community. They are great corporate citizens. They. They, they fund a lot of initiatives in this community, the hospital. Mm-hmm. You know, in the last 20 years, the one industry that has been growing, medic healthcare. And probably because of the demographics of our population, right. older right. population. I, us, what I call, you know, and I'm in that stage, I'm a late stage ba- baby boomer. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll be retiring here, you know, in the not too distant future. Mm-hmm. You're in that same boat. Um, the millennials, if you look at generational things, I, I do because it's kind of part of what, what I what I what I do for a living. The millennials, the Gen Xers, the Gen Zers, that's our future. That's mm-hmm. who's going to be running this country um, in the not you know in the next ten to fifteen mm-hmm. years. You know they're going to when they get into their thirties and forties, they're going to they're they're the future taxpayers and um, taking yes. care of us, right? Right, exactly. So um, you know, along with that. Um, as far as the future goes, where do you see the school system and our building new schools and some of the programs that we're offering, especially the career programs? Mm-hmm. How do you see that contributing? Oh, it's a major contributor. Just going back to what I, I just said, um, we have to prepare our future workforce mm-hmm. uh, to be productive uh, citizens and um you know, raise their families mm-hmm. and send their kids to college or or trade school, whatever that that, that the kid wants to do. Um, but those opportunity, you're providing those opportunities. Um, I think we all know um, that the better educated students are going to thrive, mm-hmm. and somehow we've got to you know do that rising tide that lifts all boats. We got to bring all our all our students. Um, to where they have opportunities uh, to have a great life. Well, and that's one thing that we've really tried to stress since my time in office is really trying to look at those um, those careers in mm-hmm. the industry that's in the, the region, right. not just Putnam County. And, you know, we've uh, started our second building construction academy in, in our high schools. And we have a number of things going on, like automotive and welding right. and that type of thing. Right. But... Um, Really, a big push for us has been in the STEM industry, and really, as I say, creating jobs that don't or creating workers that don't for jobs that don't exist yet. Right, right. A good example of that is um, my daughters. They're thirty-five and twenty-eight. My twenty-eight-year-old is working in a job that didn't exist ten to fifteen years ago, mm-hmm. and that is digital marketing. Mm-hmm. She, she, you know, does the website SEO, mm-hmm. social media posts for uh, mom and pop businesses that don't have the 
personnel or staff or money to do it themselves. And we've created that same department of a school district. Right. right? Um, you, you know, you're talking about STEM. Um, basically, STEM fits across all industries, whether it be manufacturing, because the E in STEM is engineering, mm -hmm. and the M is mathematics. Mm -hmm. And so it fits across everything from accounting, legal, um, business, retail, commercial, manufacturing. It, mm -hmm. it, it flows overall. And so those STEM programs are extremely important. Um, we need to have them because that's where we fall behind other countries is in that STEM area. You know, you see the numbers and that's why you're doing the program. Um, for the United States to maintain themselves as the number one world power, we need to have STEM graduates. Well, it's interesting. And coincidentally, I was in Jacksonville yesterday and I addressed a group, uh, a visiting group from Pennsylvania, not only educators, but businessmen and all. And they wanted to come down here and see Jacksonville and Putnam County. And we had some people there from different embassies, from, mainly from European nations. Mm -hmm. And they are actually coming and visiting some of our STEM programs today. That's where I'm going when I leave here today. Right. But they are really interested in how a small school district, somebody our size, 10,000 students, can offer the amount of STEM programs that mm -hmm. we're offering now. Right. And I'll brag a little bit, which is a little bit more than other districts our size. So, you know, to me, what we have done is we're creating some systems and putting them in place and but we have not done that in a vacuum. We've worked closely with um, our partners here in Putnam County, specifically Georgia Pacific. Mm -hmm. You know they they've helped us fund right. our advanced manufacturing program. Correct. We've partnered with a Jacksonville nonprofit uh, STEM two hub, which has been uh, vital for a lot of our resources and training. So again, a small district like ours or a small county. We have to be able to reach out and partner with other people right. outside the county as well as in the county. Correct. So um, I'm very proud of what we're doing. And I really, I think uh, in the future, as our relationship grows with the chamber, I think, uh, you know, the future is going to be very bright. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I, I would agree with you 100%. Um, Especially in the area of in artificial intelligence. We have a That is the that. newest thing. And, and, and probably just really this, this calendar year, um, a lot of the economic development conferences I go to are now offering sessions on AI mm -hmm. and how we can use it in the in our my work as econ as an economic developer. Um, you know, I'm looking at it, but I'm at that point in my life where, you know, five seven years I might not be in this job anymore mm -hmm. because I'll retire. Um, like I said, I got a retired wife who wants to travel. Um, and so I'm kind of being cautious with it, mm -hmm. but I've got the app on my phone and sometimes I do utilize it when I need some creativity. That, mm -hmm. uh, if I have a mental block, it, it does help. <laughs> um, but have I gone all in on it yet? No. Yeah. Well, but, but I, I don't know enough about it yet. Yeah. I'm doing my research. I, I don't know enough about it yet to go all in. Well, we've actually, you know, when we started this program about three years ago, we actually partnered with Columbia University out of New York mm -hmm. 
And a professor there actually taught our students and our teacher remotely. Okay. You know? So that's how it started, and our teacher now is certified in AI. Wow. But again, it's that partnering outside, but right. I have learned a lot more about AI, and I, I mean, I, I'm continuing to learn, but I'm seeing the AI is really enhancing or replacing a lot of our jobs now. Right. You know, and uh, so we, I think we need to understand it just for that point of view, especially, I would think, in the employment area, right. Right. just to make sure we... It, un- it's another thing that... that- impacts physical jobs automation does now ai is on top of that so it's another thing that impacts how we do business mm-hmm. and i i think you know like i said i i need to learn more about it and i'm going to and find out how that i can you know integrate it into my daily uh work frame well the other thing is uh, kind of on that line is chat gpt you're which, right which it has scared educators to death because we're afraid, okay, kids can get this and really just let AI do their work for them. Right. And actually, I, and I compared a lot to back in the 70s when you and I were going to school when the calculator came out. Yes. We thought, oh, my gosh, we can't have those in the school because kids are going to cheat. But now we've embraced it, and I think embracing chat GPT is going to be something that, as a matter of fact, our, my questions that I'm asking you were generated from chat GPT. Correct. You know, just feeding it some information. So. Right. I think people, when they go interview for a job, the questions that you get in an interview are from chat GPT. Right. Right. Um, so that's the area I'm looking at is chat GPT. And how, how can mm-hmm. I use that in, in what I'm doing on mm-hmm. a daily basis? Well, I think, um, you know, people listening out there, you know, we're, we're primarily representing the school district and the business community. What should other people out there say people, uh, just in the community, just people, maybe people just having small businesses or, you know, just retired folks. We have a lot Mm -hmm. of retired folks. What would you want them to know about what the economic development portion of the chamber is doing now and how that can enhance their lives? Well, one of the things it, it, it kind of takes a nation to, to, to have a successful economic development program. We have to partner with not only the schools, but the business community, uh, the state of Florida, um, federal government, local government. We're all partners. And, uh, you know, I maybe mentioned earlier that I'm, I feel like I'm kind of the quarterback mm-hmm. and when I need help on something, cause I, I you know, I'm kind of a jack of all trades, master of none in this mm-hmm. job. I need to find the skill sets that I need to put a project together and bring bring a a, a company to Putnam County. Mm-hmm. You know, my wide receivers might be uh, the legal folks. My running backs might be accountants. Mm-hmm. Um, my offensive line might be general contractors mm-hmm. you know, you know the, the great part i've always said the great part about doing economic development is every phone call every meeting i'm meeting with somebody with a different skill set you know from lawyers to elected officials mm-hmm. you know to educators you, you know accountants general contract every, engineers every every phone call is different and i have to f- 
switch gears every mm-hmm. every phone call. And that's kind of the fun part about my job. Everybody brings something different to the, to the table. table. Correct. Yeah. And then it, it to 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 do a successful project, you need to plug those people in and have them do the things that they can do. Mm-hmm. And then boom, we're having a ribbon cutting or a groundbreaking and all of a sudden people are getting hired. Our mm-hmm. citizens here in Putnam County are getting hired and they're buying homes, they're buying cars, they're 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 buying food. Mm-hmm. They're sending their kids to get better education. And it's one big economic it's, cycle. It's one cycle. Yeah, it really is. It really is. So I mentioned earlier, you know, we we have a ten year revitalization plan where we plan on building nine new schools. Right. You know, in the next ten years, and we we've already in that first phase where we're building three new schools this year uh, for the next two years. How do you see that as being a driver, if so, in economic development? Oh, it's a huge driver. I think. You know, kids will tend to want to learn more if they're in an environment that's conducive to learning. Mm-hmm. Um, not saying the current schools aren't, but they got some wear and tear on them. Mm-hmm. So kids see that. They, rec- they, they acknowledge that and they, they know that. If they go into a, a new facility that has all the latest technologies, mm-hmm. they're going to be much further ahead than they are now. Um, I think that's just a natural thing. I mean, people like me, we like to work in nice office buildings. Mm-hmm. You know, do you see that it maybe even attracting people to move to our county? Oh, definitely, mm-hmm. definitely. I I think, um, and the rural communities tend to lag behind major metros in that because mm-hmm. of tax dollars, right. ability to raise the money to. Um, build these new facilities, these new schools. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that has been a thing. I, I talk about it all the time when I'm talking to prospective businesses that are looking at mm-hmm. our area to, to locate to. Um, you know, it's part of my checklist that I go down. These are the things I'm telling you about um, that are coming that are going to be advantageous to you as a business person. Well, and I'm really, I'm really proud of our county for taking the step you know, last year we passed a $300 million bond issue right. to be paid out through ad valorem taxes over the next 30 years. And it is truly a sign where people are investing in the future Correct. of Putnam County. And the thing that really helps me in the payback, and I know people don't like their taxes to go up, but correct me if I'm wrong, but as more people come in and, and uh, own property, Mm-hmm. and pay ad valorem taxes over the long term, it spreads it out. It's going to spread it out. It's going right. to lessen that yeah, obligation. It, it goes up initially, but then, it's, then, it, then it spreads out. Right. Um, you know, one of the things that, that I've been trying to do is put a plan in place for economic development. Um, we had a plan that was done in 2016 that, for various reasons, wasn't implemented. Um didn't really have measurables. So I'm mm-hmm. put, we're putting together right now a new five-year strategic uh, action plan, and then we'll be taking that out to the, 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 the business community to invest in it mm-hmm. so that we can implement. Because mm-hmm. right now, you know, I mean, you're on our chamber board. You know, we're understaffed and underfunded. we got to turn that dynamic around. Mm-hmm. And so we can, you know, invest in Putnam County mm-hmm. to make this that – quality place to live, work, and play. Um, we should have that plan. It's in a draft stage at this point. 
uh, currently, and we should have that January, February. Um, for can, the you ma- can you mention one? Is it too early to mention maybe one highlight of that plan that people could? Uh, well, the 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 chamber board and executive may haven't seen it yet. I got you. And yeah. so I would I would rather not say anything sure. at this point. Um, but I can tell you some of the the, the, the strategies that were. The, the, there's four main strategies mm-hmm. or initiatives. Obviously, attraction of new business and industry. Mm-hmm. The second will be retain um, our existing industries and help mm-hmm. them grow. Mm-hmm. Break down barriers to that growth. Um, workforce development is going to be a key. So be working mm-hmm. with uh, PCSD and St. John's River State College, Career mm-hmm. Source, and kind of bringing everybody together in a more cohesive unit to assist these companies when they're in a hiring mode. Mm-hmm. And then the fourth thing is, I think, uh, which is interesting, is that uh, it's called branding and placemaking. We have to look at our community. We're, we're we promote ourselves as a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. We have to be, you know, if you look back at some of the most successful branding communities like iHeart New York, mm-hmm. Virginia's for Lover, you know, in Pure Michigan, you know, you, Ohio, heart of it all, you know, Florida, the Sunshine State. Putnam County has to look at that branding and say, okay, what are we? And we have to bring all the various groups because we've got, we're the bass fishing capital of the world. We're Azalea City. We're Gem City. We're River City. Mm-hmm. And everybody is doing their own thing, and we have to kind of bring everybody together and say, okay, what what do we really want to tell people outside of Putnam County who we are? And you got to have a hook, and the, and the branding is the hook. Well, it's funny you mention that, and you look at our logo, and we actually had an organization help us design that, but, you know, we had the, uh, we had the sailboat. sailboat. And we have the graduation cap and, and the book. So right. kind of to, to your point, we're trying to use some of those right. resources right. in our branding. Right. And that, and that's going to be part of our plan over the next five years to mm-hmm. implement that. Now, you know, it might not be year one. It might be year three. But it will get done. Well, and, and again, I moved to Putnam County in the mid-'80s. And, um, you know, things were, I think, a lot different then. I mean— Kind of the joke was when you came through Putnam County, you had to hold your nose all the way through because of the pulp mill, you know, and that was kind of the uh, the joke is because right. you could smell the pulp mill. But now, you know, we don't look at that or they've changed things, of course, but I'm saying we look at the river and those things that really att- are attractive when we come through mm-hmm. here now. And um, and I know that corridor, the, the 17 corridor going over the bridge, you know, really developing that area. Developing St. John's Avenue, I know it's going to be extremely important. Right. Having right. all that foot traffic. and Right. And that's one of the things I've been telling the city of Palatka is that we need a, a vibrant downtown mm-hmm. to attract industry on the outskirts uh, because business executives, you know, they have wives, they want to shop, or they have mm-hmm. husbands that want to – we need a vibrant downtown, which right now we have a little bit. But, but th- there's so much more that can be done down there. We have the River Center. We have the first seven blocks of, of St. John's Ave. A lot of empty storefronts. That needs to be corrected. And there's been an effort here. You know, I know some of our local businessmen have partnered with Quint Studer and, right. and really trying to focus on doing exactly that. So this right. is a, it's a process. It is a process. Yeah. It doesn't happen overnight. 
But if we're making progress and working to it, folks will see that and then they will invest in that. So as we wrap up today, um, I've learned a lot about economic development already and, and kind of how the school district can partner with you. But, you know, what can we look for from in maybe the next six months? What do you see happening in the next six months? And I know you have some events taking place very soon where we're having bringing in some guest speakers and so forth. But what are some things that we can look for from the Chamber and the Economic Development Council over the next uh, half year? Well, I think there's a couple areas that we're, we're you're going to see you're going to see a few project announcements uh, like we had with Certainteen back in um, July. Mm-hmm. You know that was a, a great project for Putnam County, two hundred thirty-five million dollar capital investment, mm-hmm. one hundred fifteen new jobs at sixty-five average wage, sixty-five thousand plus benefits. Mm-hmm. Um, there's going to be a couple more projects that are going to be announced in the next six months. Um, that's the thing about economic development. Everybody's got that McDonald's theory. They can just walk in and get what they want instantaneously. A lot of times economic development projects take years Mm -hmm. to actually happen. Um, Us coming out with a new uh, strategic plan Mm -hmm. and then um, going out and doing a capital fundraising campaign to fund that plan Mm -hmm. uh, is going to be uh, important and you know, because right now I'm a one-man show, mm-hmm. no staff to, to help do So I'm doing everything by myself, and I'm not complaining. I knew that coming in 17 months ago. Um, but with another staff person, we can accomplish a lot more. Um, so, but we need money to do that. So and it I, really is about educating people. Correct. Why that's important. Yeah, and, and a lot of people don't, you know, they hear the term economic development, and they think it's a catch basin. Mm-hmm. where what you don't know where to put things, it ends up at the chamber or the, in this mm-hmm. economic development. Economic development is really um, kind of the umbrella, and there's a lot of pillars that hold up that, that umbrella. You know, you've got community development, downtown development. Tourism is a huge piece because of the assets we have. Mm-hmm. And um, there's industrial development, which is kind of where I'm focused. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, you know, entrepreneurship big thing you know we we have the we do have a local sbdc small mm-hmm. business development center uh and an individual full-time that runs he's asked we actually house him in the chamber mm-hmm. and um, he's working with people trying to start their own businesses right and those are all things that are important but they're all different in many different ways and my role is to bring all those folks together and make sure we're all working mm-hmm. Uh, well, and the school district definitely wants to be a you know a big player as much as we can in that. Right. And um, well, you're a big player. Yeah, and we we definitely yeah. want to be, especially the five year strategic plan. I think is a great idea. Uh, right. We actually are like in year two of our five year strategic plan, so it really does kind of guide right. you and. Right. And my my theory decisions. is, plan your work, work your plan. Right. Um, and if you do that, you're gonna you're gonna see success. Um, I always strive. I always shoot for the moon, so I strive for perfection. But no one ever gets perfect. But mm-hmm. if we work at it, we we could get to excellence. And that's, well, that's the that's that's where you want to be. And I really am excited about the future of Putnam County. And you know, and again, I have kids here. I have grandkids here, and, sure. and I just want this this community to be better. And right, quality of life is what it's about. And. Um, live, work, and play. And 
you are a, a great asset to our community, Thank and you. I'm so thankful that you chose or your wife chose for you to come well, down. My wife chose for me. Yeah, <laughs> that might be more of it, but um, yeah, we're like I said, we're we're extremely happy to be here, and you know, a lot of this that we're talking about over the next six months or five years, ten years down the road, is going to require one simple thing, and that's change. Mm -hmm. um, I kind of see myself as a change agent. Mm -hmm. Some people are going to like it and some people aren't. That's right. So, you know, we, we just have to work with that and educate and talk and be out there in the community so that nobody's caught off guard. And we've had those same conversations in the school district. Right. So change is hard, but, you know, after a while, it's what we need to do. Right. And um, yeah. so I can't be more happy to have you here. And, and thanks for being patient with me. And uh, oh, I'm, I, we're going to have some more conversations. Yeah we, yeah, we need to have that college football conversation. Yeah, <laughs> we didn't bring that up right now. No, because no. <laughs> I, 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 we'll wait till next year. Maybe, next year, next year. But thank it, you, Mark. I appreciate being here. It's, uh, this, I've uh, really enjoyed this. Yep, we'll do it again. Thank you.